have you seen those viral videos of people putting snails on their faces? Yeah, I know that sounds gross, but hear me out. So apparently, as the snail crawls, it secretes a mucin that supposedly has some, maybe not some, has many benefits to the skin. So these folks are pretty much doing a snail facial because they want the mucin straight from the source. My guest today did something similar, but less gross. She started a skincare line with snail mucin. So you get all the benefits without the creature crawling up on you. In this episode, she explains how it all started, how after many research and trials, she nailed the formula that produces visible transformational result in just days. She also explains why she's not looking to scale the business. The most fascinating thing about her and her story is how this is her first ever business. She has She's a full-time mom and also has a full-time job. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Nene Ade. So how did you get your first customer? You had your biochemist, a very smart biochemist guy, pull up the ingredients. Did you, you used, I bet you used the ingredients on yourself. You saw the difference. Because I mean, yeah. How did you? Used it, loved it. Loved it the way that I was screaming. I called, um, I called two of my girlfriends and I was like, y'all have bad skin. Y'all need to try this. I was like, I was like, you guys have very bad skin. If I use it on me, people would think that ah, you really have good skin. Yeah. You know, they like the bad skin stories. So mm-hmm. I called my girlfriend and I was like, you know what, well, you guys need to try this. I think I've, this is it. This is it. I like, I like it. So I got my girlfriends and they tried it. The results, incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible. I'm talking like this is like two, three weeks of trials, not like you didn't have to take me because it was literally like, the product works like you give it a couple of days you can visibly see a difference this is not you been using this yeah it's working and then i need no it was like it works and um yeah so when it worked on them that was my clue to go get an llc figure out bottling you were like it worked llc cpa (laughs) (laughs) yeah it worked and i was like i so yeah, how do we how do we get this lunch? So it took okay. me about it took me about maybe fourteen to sixteen months from the maybe wow. like sixteen months, eighteen months from the time like started to the time I like launched it and had my first first sale. So you launched so you got the um pretty much tested it with your friend and you saw that it worked and then you're like okay we need, we got a business here i need to get my llc get my logo get all that and launch so what was the process do you have any specific any story what how did you because people listening that have never started a business they want to know where do you even start from i know you started with the llc but where do you start from to get from i mean legal legal zone legal zone <laughs> Legal, so you went on legal, so you got your LLC, you got your logo. Where yeah, did you get your logo um, from? So logo, interesting. Logo, I worked on that one with my sister at first. Oh, I've had like three logos. First, I had the snail sign. Um, 
I enjoy all these things too. So every day yeah. working on this, like when I, you learn how to do all I went this? back Who and forth. No, I'm like a very like I, I don't consider myself creative, but if it's something I'm passionate about it, I have like Canva, right? I have these mm-hmm. apps like Canva. I can I design like templates like like the other day, but they are like mm-hmm. so they're just like I would download apps, right? And I'm taking pictures and getting logos and getting different things. So I um I didn't pay anybody for it, but I just feel like it's something that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um so Starting the business was reading literally internet, mentally goes off I start this and get what paperwork I need and then like logo, I need an airtight bottle container, um, got more research, more research. Okay. I've changed my logo like three times. Oh, what am I going to put the stickers on the bottle and how like print it and have it on there? Literally every time I have a question, Google it, try it, I go to printing services, ship it put it on a bottle, try, do I want a bottle to be clear? Do I want it to be dark? Do I want it to be this? Do I want it to be, you know, like, so starting again, all of that just, um, yeah, I just researched it. I forgot. One thing I don't remember is how I picked the name. I do okay. remember how I figured out exactly Slay and Glow and what it was going to be. I knew that this thing made my product, my face glow. I literally, <clears throat> everybody was like, you're glowing. So mm. it had to have glow in it. Okay. And, I don't remember how why I said slang glow. I think so, maybe I just said it one day and it <laughs> rhymed or something. I don't know. But. So you got your LLC, <laughs> you got a name, you started working on your packaging. What else did you do? Did you when did you did you start a website? Did you have a launch party? Did you have a launch deck? Walk me through chronologically what happened till you got your first sale. Do you remember if you remember it? I didn't have a website just yet. Mm-hmm. My website came within the first month. Okay. So but before like I launched, I didn't have a website just mm-hmm. right then. Um, I was just so excited that while I was working on my website, honestly, and working um, on platform, because I was like, do I want to go sell it in like Shopify? Like which platform do I yeah, want to use? Right? Like exactly. I went to Amazon, like what am I going to use? So um, I asked a friend who does, um, uh, what do you call it? She's a baker. She does mm-hmm. like um, these treats. What would you call them? Like the cake pops and mm. um, already chocolate covered cookies. And so now, I used to have, like, all the entrepreneurs that can ask them, like, how do people even place orders on your yeah. business and whatever? And she was, like, she uses Wix. So Wix is actually my platform that I use till today to, like, where my website is built in the background. And every time you go on my website, it lets me know someone's in a website shopping. Every time I get an order, it lets me know I just got an order. Um, and then I... I had to create my Instagram page. It's going to be like my platform for marketing. All right? this Social before media. you launched. So, right. So first you got it to work with your friend. Then you got an LLC. Then you worked on the package, right? Packaging and the name. Packaging. Yes. And, oh, you got a name. You have to do the name before the LLC. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you got the, you got, you got it to work. You got an LLC. You got the name. You got the packaging. You found out about Wix and did your website. Before that, was there like an official launch or like, because I, 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 some people, like there are two kind of um, businesses. Some people that just like had their first sale before they start going to go and do the back end stuff. Obviously you did yours first. Did you have mm. like an official launch party, lunch? Did you do, <laughs> did because you have a date? Did you have a co- launch all date? Of this, all, all of it was in COVID. I could not launch anything. Uh, okay. I didn't do, so all of this was like So once you got your website on, is, is that how you got your first customer? Did you advert, did mm-hmm. you do any advertised Facebook ads? I did Facebook. I did um, 
um, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. I did okay. Instagram. Instagram ads. Okay. I created an Instagram page. And one of the things I had done was I had used Canva to create slides. Mm. Slides that told you benefits of snail musing. So I worked on marketing a lot. So you, were adver- so you were like educating people on what snail musing was. Exactly. Giving them background, educating them. I had slides exactly what the product is, what it is. And the beautiful part that I think was the money for me had before and after pictures of myself, of my friends, everybody. I had everyone's before and after pictures. And you know what? Pictures literally thousand words. But my first sale actually came from WhatsApp. WhatsApp status. (laughs) I use, I'm sure I have so many, like 200 people on my phone or whatever, right? One more way to reach them, if not just get up today and be like, I'm launching my business. Are you ready to receive orders? Yes. And actually my first before even ads and anything came in like because those took a while but actually probably for like the first month literally family and friends everybody when i started posting it on my status everybody posted it on your status everybody was posted it. And then you go someone like message you on whatsapp and like i need this did you exactly. have packaging then? Did you have your package? Nothing. I had everything. I had, oh, a, had, no, I had everything because I was like, if I'm not going to launch, if somebody reaches out to me and I'm like, okay. I got to go. Okay. And like, yeah. So I had sales like. Before Slay and, um, Slay and Glow, tell me what started it all. You know, were you an entrepreneur before? Did you try other businesses before? When did this whole entrepreneurship start? Yeah. So. Um, this is like the first business that I've launched. Um, I've, I wasn't an entrepreneur before starting it. I didn't know anything about, you know, filing an LLC or any of that, right? Like I was just somebody who honestly had interest in like, I need to start something, right? Like I feel like um, we put so much into our careers, right? And for uh, working for other people. And the goal is like, okay, you know, if you want to be wealthy, if you want to be successful, you know, the advice is like, you know, financial experts always tell you like have multiple sources of income and always have something that is your own. So Mm -hmm. we kind of that background and um, that mindset, I always wanted to find something that um, I would do as like a side business. So I knew that Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted a side business, but then like, it's like, okay, so what do I want to do? Right. And for me, it was like um, a lot of people are talented, right? Some people just like baking and then that becomes the business. And then some people like, it's very easy to be like, I bake every day. Why can't I just sell these cakes, right? Or some people are like, I'm into sports. I'm going to go to the gym. I should just be doing it. I should just be a trainer, right? So for me, I didn't really have anything that was like, I'm good at this thing with my hands, right? I'm good at sewing or braiding, for example. I know so many people that just braid as a side business. So I didn't really have a quote that we call talent, right? Like, because tangible talent, as in <laughs> AKA, everybody can see it and be like, you're very talented at this. Mm-hmm. But then, so I was like, okay, that's easy. I don't have that. So I don't know like one skill that I'm like, oh, this is just great. I'm just going to do this as a side business. Like it's a hobby of mine. Because I always think like, if you can turn your hobby into your business, perfect, right? It's already something you truly enjoy doing. So for me, it was like, okay, what else can I do? Um, I've always been interested in skincare. Um, I have great skin, so I'm not going to be one of those that tells you, oh, I have a bad skin. I, you know, I did research and ended up, no, <laughs> the I have great story. skin. <laughs> yes, everybody that does skincare, a lot of people is like, I had this skin problem mm-hmm. and I was looking for all the perfect solutions out there. I've listened to so many of those stories and it was like, 
I researched and nothing out there worked and I came so up with my own formula. My the hair, own. Yes. <laughs> you look at hair products and curls, but everybody's going to tell you, I, you know, our black hair and this was not working. Everything out there doesn't work. So I created my own. I'm not one of those. <laughs> no, that doesn't apply to me, unfortunately. I have great skin. I actually have beautiful skin. But then at the same time, even though I do, I, um, I'm very good on like just a skincare routine. Like I'm very one of those people that I do have a routine. Um, granted, I, I might not do anything and my skin will still look good, mm-hmm. but I feel like because I do I actually take care of my skin, it looks better. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to make it look better. And I do, um, skincare, um, as like something I'm interested in. It's just like, you know, I'm always like, you have great skin, but why make it better? Like we suffer from hyperpigmentation. Um, a lot of the things that we do as black people, sometimes like, you know, we, 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 you know, we have acne, we have really bad, like you would see someone five shades of color on, you know, your face, yeah. sunburn. We don't wear sunscreen, know. you know, we don't really use the right products. Like we don't really like do all these things to our skin. Right. So, and I feel like that's something that I've always been like, nope, I'm going to you know use the right products. I'm going to invest in my skin. And actually, when I took a trip um, to Thailand in 2019, um, that's what first picked my interest to be like, huh, this is a billion dollar industry because I wanted to buy everything. Like in Asia, it was like they have so much skin. I mean, from the airport, from the minute you land and everywhere, it's like skin, 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 skincare products. And um, that was when I was like, huh. Have you ever thought of, you know, going into skincare products? And the first thing that actually stood out to me was they have snail serums. Hmm. A lot of the components have snails. And I'm like, people eat this every day back home. (laughs) People eat snails every day back home. I did never knew that you could use snail on your skin because while I'm thinking like, you know, like normal vitamin C, you know, all the yeah. niacinamides and the, you know, salicylic acids. And I could tell you all about the glycolic acids I've used in my life. I had never seen snail in a skincare product. And that was the birth of like my research to start Slay Glow. So that's really how, I guess, just starting the business. That- that's kind of the background. Yeah. So you had no business background. You... You you had a regular nine to five job, and you just thought, hearing all these people saying we need to have other streams of income, you thought maybe I should have a side hustle, right? But you didn't know where to start. But mm-hmm. you just looked inside, and you're like, oh, I like skincare. I know I have great skin, but I like to maintain it. I like skincare, but you never thought about making it a business until that trip to Thailand, right? Yeah, so that was the first time I thought about making it a business because everything else I had seen, like going to photography or things that I would like, again, those are some things come naturally. I feel like I would have to go take classes and it's talent. I was like, oh, yeah, and I wanted something that would be something in an avenue that at least I enjoy you or enjoy, that comes a yes. little bit naturally to me. Yeah. So. And you were not scared that this is like you, you look around you, you see like photographers, you see people with braiding hair, you see all the regular, you know, mainstream side side hustle not every time that you look around and you see someone doing skincare as a side hustle i mean you that didn't scare you at all what why like why would you even think that big when you've never even started business before well because for me it was like as long as it doesn't matter if i make like you know one dollar or making like 
you know, two million dollars. Mm-hmm. As long as for me, like when I think of business, I'm thinking of like as long as it's something I have a little bit of passion and interest okay. off. That's what it was. So it's not like necessarily skincare was out of the way. It was more like um, you know, I'm going to be doing this and I'm something that I'm passionate about. You you knew you're passionate about um skincare and you found out about the snail and then you went into obviously you went into like research mode. What were you what did you find out in the research and what was the next step after you're done with the research? All right, so I think for me, that was just like more interest. At that time, I necessarily didn't think I was going to start a business. I just mm-hmm. felt like, you know, this is interesting. Like, let me look, let me like find out more about this. Mm-hmm. And um, actually it was like, hmm, let me, um, let me start ordering products, right? Um, you know, I had, I have friends who've done Amazon business before, mm-hmm. you know, drop shipping, Alibaba, like you name it. I mm-hmm. like, so I've, I've been exposed to a lot of friends who have done like businesses on Amazon. And, you know, I feel like a lot of those things, I never really jumped into them because I was like, oh, that just seems like, you know, so much work. And yeah. so I, I, so I had like, I'd seen them contact manufacturers in China mm-hmm. who could do like, you know, samples and everything. So I was like, oh, why not just contact um, suppliers in Asia who specifically would use a product that's snail based, right? So of course I'm Googling all these products out there with snail serum in it. It's not much, but then the benefits, I'm also reading at the same time, right? And all of this, I'm reading about snail mucin. I'm like, oh, this is like interesting. Like this has all these great benefits to your skin, the elasticity, because and one of the things I actually find out, which was even great, and I was like, I need to jump on this, was like, you know, when actually the, when snails crawl, they naturally produce that mucin because if you touch the back of a snail, it's like actually smooth, right? So it mm-hmm. protects them from like, you know, if something pokes your skin or anything. So it's like a protective layer. And like, you literally, they're actually, I even found in Europe, there's spas in Europe and Asia where you can go sit down and they would literally put a live snail on your skin to crawl on your skin. skin. I know. Uh. I would never do that, but <laughs> it would freak me out. But that serum that produces really it has like, you know, call naturally producing collagen, like, you know, all the like benefits of like what you would need for your skin. It you know, it has all those great benefits. So I was like, interesting. So that's why it's such a popular like ingredient, right? Like an active ingredient that you would put in your product and then like, you know, it would it has all those great benefits for your skin. So that was how I started researching about it. I was trying to learn more about like, you know, um, this particular like, you know, just avenue of like literally honing in on like, I want to use snow mucin in my product, right? Mm-hmm. I don't just want to be like, I'm just having another product, but I don't know exactly what's differentiating me from another person because it was like, okay, what's, it's not like it's unique to me. It's already been done, but then it was like, okay, if I'm picking this one ingredient, let me have a good understanding of like, what's that, you know, why I want to stick with that ingredient and everything I found about it. My research was fascinating and actually started ordering, um, ordering different samples. For yourself to use? For myself to use. Okay. I started ordering different sample products from China. Didn't like a lot of the products that they were using. I didn't like a lot of the products. So at this that, point, this is this point that you're ordering and doing research. You haven't decided on the business. That was just you stumbling upon the skincare, the snail, and just because naturally you just got interested in it. So you started doing your research. Business was not in your mind then, right? 
It was just I, I it was like I might be doing a business because I was actively looking for something to do that year. Mm-hmm. And then it just happened that this came in. But then I wasn't sure like I was like, okay, I'm doing a business, but how, right? Where do I even start? Exactly, Remember, I've never yeah. done this before. Mm-hmm. So, but then it was like, if we being if I start, I knew I wanted to be business, but then I'm like, I want to feel like it's something again that I'm sure of, like something I know that yeah. works, something I know, like, you know, all of that. So I still had in my mind that I wanted to be a business, but I wasn't like, yes, because yes, I, okay. I have to find the right product. I mm-hmm. like, what am I, I'm just going to go gonna buy. Sell. Like, I don't know what I'm going to sell. What am I going to yeah. sell? I'm just going to go sell like, you know, like that's what I was saying, like Amazon and all this drop ship of like mm-hmm. reselling and all of that. I didn't want that to be my model to be like, I'm just a reseller. Like yeah. where it's all of this. It was like, okay. So that's why um, I was like, I'm going to go and at least see all the different um, products that are out there from China. See, does this even work, right? Like, let's even see if it works. I'm going to test it on myself and see how it goes. And honestly, I was disappointed. Disappointed <laughs> in a lot of their products. Why? So, Peter, why did you say it was? Why were you disappointed? Did you, was it bad for your skin? Did you see? Was it like it didn't do anything to your skin, or like you didn't feel the effect? Like, I what didn't was really the feel the. I didn't really feel the effects, and then I didn't really feel the effects, and I felt like not that it was bad to my skin. It was just like, what's the change? Like, okay, this is yeah, just. But a you already product, had great skin, product. though. So, what are you looking at? Um. I don't know, like, okay, like, even though I have great skin, their lotions, like, every time I use lotions, I can kind of tell, like, this one is very moisturizing, right? Or this oh, one is like, very, like, dry on my skin. It's, like, dry on my skin, yeah. like, is it moisturizing? So I can kind of tell, like, um, you know, like, does it make my skin more oily? Because I have, like, I have a more combination skin. Mm-hmm. Does it make, like, so, but then if there's no change, then I'm, like, you're not helping my skin, right? Even though, like, yeah, I'm not, I don't have something you're necessarily healing, but I can tell like yeah. how my skin is going to feel and how it's going to look. And I can tell like, you know, if it's going to brighten it, like if I'm using vitamin C, there's some vitamins that I've used that are way better than others. Mm-hmm. I can tell like, I can kind of tell so like with the your, result. Yeah. With your experience with skincare and trying to like um, get the, maintain your perfect skin and, you know, have good skin with your experience with that, you could tell if a product is good because yes. based on how it feels... Um, on your skin and the results like, and i i, and I, I, result. I would okay. usually give it about a week right i would try them but like okay i'm giving it about a week how it feels and all that okay, and okay. like can i tell that there's a difference so Is you it could really just tell like, like from just because, because of your expert and your genuine interest in skincare because i don't know what <laughs> i wouldn't know what a good the serum is the serum is a serum a vitamin serum but i mean you are an expert you because you genuinely have interest in that so you ordered them exactly. from, from china you put them on and you, it was not it was it bad or it was just nothing it, was- and it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't bad by the way it was good but it was not the results i expected right because i'm hoping like okay this product I want the product if I work on it to be I'm gonna go get this product again. Because I'm yeah. like the kind of person where like I when I, I I can use a product and I can determine whether I'm gonna get this product or it's mm-hmm. okay, right? Like yeah. I can I can kinda of tell because I'm like, okay, I can kinda of tell the benefits mm-hmm. and all of that and I can tell what I was working or not working. Some people, like you said, just don't care. Some people you ask them what lotion they put on their face, what oil they put on their oh, face and they're like, me. I just I just go to Walmart, I just go to CVS and I just buy whatever. That's and I'm me. like <laughs> I could truly me. I could truly buy whatever that's true. I can buy to try it out, but I'm not just gonna keep buying it if that makes sense. If it's not working, it has to be producing results. Like I would change lotion every 
time I go to the store until I find something that's that working. Works. So I'm not just that person that just goes and gets Vaseline on media. <laughs> and they're like, people are just like, you know, Vaseline is hydrating, but then they can't tell you the difference between Vaseline and Jergens. It's like, really? You can't tell? There is a difference, but you know, like, <laughs> some people are just like, so for me, it's like, I would know if a product is working. Okay. I really would know. Yeah. So, um, I just have interest in it, but yeah. I, I don't think it's like any particular skill set. It's just something I'm interested in and I pay attention to it. So these products were not bad. I just wasn't seeing results. I just wasn't especially, like... Especially the oh. fact that you've done a lot of research about snail mucin and you you were expecting what the researcher said and it didn't happen. So I mm-hmm. can understand that. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. go on. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, so <laughs> no. So that's what it was. It wasn't working. And then like talking to my mom now, um, sharing all my frustrations about it to be like, yo, I'm going to be doing this. Um, you know, I'm looking into like all these skincare businesses and I'm not really seeing anything that's working. And she was like, huh? She was like, snails. She's never really um, heard about snails or whatever. And then I was like, do they not have something back home in Cameroon? Like, I wonder if, you know, like just researching back home. So I was like, I want to research back home because this mm-hmm. China route is ain't working. <laughs> So let's go find out. So we started going to pharmacies. <laughs> we actually started going to pharmacies and um right here in, in Cameroon or in, in Texas? In Cameroon. In Cameroon. In Cameroon. Okay. In Cameroon. Right. Yes, going to pharmacies. Because they have snails back home. Like they mm-hmm. actually do have snails back home. So going to the pharmacy was just going to go ask them to be like, Hey, do you guys um have, have any products or like because pharmacies back home don't just sell medicine, right? They sell soaps yes yes they sell lotions they sell so if you want to know at least the pharmacist would know that this is the kind of products that we get and we were actually went and asked and they were like yeah um we've well, seen a few products that have snails mucins or whatever whatever um but they're not really sure you right they're not really sure um we can try a few products or whatever and then um, it was really hard at going to like going to like three pharmacies. There's one product that I tried the soap. I actually tried like three different types of soap. There's one product that I tried the soap. But then I was like, I feel like this is still imported, right? Like I feel like I could oh. find that brand from China. And I was like, should I just get this from China? Because it's like, even though the snow missing. And I was like, this, that particular soap honestly was good. That particular soap was good because I didn't get that soap from China. Because I think one of the issues was maybe the one that I was getting from there, the MOQ was too high. Like, so the, the minimum order quantity and whatever, yeah. I think there's some that had skipped, right? There's some mm-hmm. that had skipped because I wasn't trying to just go to. One thing is when I was doing my research in China is China, a lot of times, a lot of the manufacturers want huge orders, right? Yeah. They want you to produce 10,000 units or 5,000 or 1,000 units. So if you were one of those that would not let me place like 100 <laughs> units or something, I would just skip you. So I think I had seen the soap in one of the like ones, but I think I'd skipped them or whatever because I was like, I'm not even going to. Yeah. If you, I'm not going to start a business and you're asking me to order things, I'm not. You never thought yet. about like maybe asking for like a sample with this business. I know the MOQs are like ten thousand, but they should have like. Samples. No, no, I thought about no, yes, yes, yes. I, yeah, I thought about samples, but for me, it was like, what's the point of getting a sample? If I would never be able to meet this MOQ, how am I going to launch this? Oh, I see what right? you're saying. I'm not yeah. going to please. I don't have the capital. In my head, I was like, I'm not trying to buy 10,000 units. So there's no <laughs> point to even try it. I want to try the ones that I can buy 100 I can buy units. That, yeah, and then if I like it, and 
So there were a lot of ones that I honestly skipped, and probably those were the really good ones. You you thought ahead of time. You're like, what's the point of getting a sample if I cannot even start with it? That is so smart. I would have just yeah, because if I don't have it was like if it was like I'm just gonna get seven thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars of inventory when I don't even know how I'm launching this. I don't even know at that point. I don't even have an LLC. I don't have anything. I don't even know how I'm gonna market this. I have not even thought that far. I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to do research. In my head, I was like, if I already had something, because I feel like if I have a clientele, like now, I feel like I can go to China and tell them that, hey, I have a business. These are my ingredients. This mm-hmm. is my formula. And then make me 10000 That Like later on, that would make sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you start and then you want to scale. So if mm-hmm. I'm scaling, it makes sense. But starting, I was like, there's no way. I can't mm-hmm. start it that way. I need to like grassroots efforts. Yeah, right? Let's yeah. start small. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Go, like, let's yeah. start small. Um, so that's how we started working with pharmacists. And then, um, we actually got referred to a compounding pharmacy. Um, because when you found out, when you found the, the, the product, the soap from the pharmacy in Cameroon, you realized it was the, it was the same one with the China one, the one you ruled out because of the quantity requirement. So you didn't go back to the, you knew that you're not going to even go through that route. So that was yeah, why I you started going, going through the route. compound route. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't going to go through that route. So I was like, can we just make this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go to China and order yeah. 10,000. I need to find somebody back can make home it. that can make it. Um, so when the compounding pharmacy, they said they can do it, but they don't really do much. And then they actually referred us to another biochemist that he actually has a bigger like lab. All this and- in Cameroon? or mm-hmm. Okay. All, right. all this, all of it in Cameroon. So he has a bigger biochemist that um, he actually has a lab, and he will, he will, he can like manufacture, like you know, he can do compounding and like bigger scale and everything. So we, um, so that's when now you know we had an interview. I had a like a meeting or not interview, but like you know, we set up yeah. an appointment to meet with him, just kind of get background and everything. And he's actually like really smart. Like he's a PhD guy and um, very good, like PhD in biochemistry. And like, when you say you know, we, does, you mean you and your mom? My mom and I, yes, okay. yes, yes. So yeah, so because she was the one like helping me with all the, you know, groundwork and all of those things. So we started talking to him um, and he, that's when he started working on like, yes, he would, you know, make us a couple of products and, you know, place an order. So you gave him the pro you gave him the product from the pharmacy that you want that the soap that worked and told him to reverse engineer it. Is that what is that what happened? No, 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 no. So I told him I had given him like we just told him like the samples of products that because he already he already knew a lot of so he was actually has already he had already compounded like lotions. So he was already like compounding lotions and soaps mm-hmm. and everything. So when we told him but the thing is, he wants to, because he can make anything. He mm-hmm. can make whatever. So the main thing was like, we're like, oh, can you compound in using snail? And he was oh, like, yeah, he can. Okay. So again, we're sticking to our one ingredient to be like, this, okay, we yeah. want something that's with the snail and can you compound it? And he was like, he will. But then the thing was like, okay, so one of the things I had seen in the Chinese ones was like the active ingredient was like 2%, right? Like your active ingredient is so low that you're it's probably going to take you a long time before you even see results. Oh. So we're trying to have it in a way that you're like, okay, can we make it in a way that 
has a long life sh um, shelf life, so like at least can even last a year. So wait, sorry, um, when you mean the active ingredient, it, that's 2%, that's the snail. That's the that snail is Okay, so that's one thing you see. I'm sorry I'm interrupting. I just want the audience no, no, to okay. understand because you are talking because you're an expert in this field, but a lot of us is, um, we're, we're hearing this for the first time, so there's a lot of questions on the back of our head, so uh, sometimes I'll just like interrupt so that I can like understand it. So the soap active ingredients is snail, and Nine. a lot of, when you were doing your research with all the Chinese um, product, there that snail is like less than 2% in all of yes. them, right? And that was one thing and that you know was going to be different. Yes. And you know what? That's true for a lot of acids you see out here. That's wow. true for a lot of like, you know, a lot of the, you know, even acne products that you look out there, right? Like a lot of products, the real thing that's working in there, a lot of times it's less than like 2%. Like, why like one percent. I mean, like there's some regulations around some things, but even some other things is like it's business, right? It's like, mm -hmm. um, why would I, why would I, why would I sell you this product with like fifty percent active ingredient when I know that if I give you two percent, as long as it's a percentage that makes you feel like it's kind of okay, it's not bad, it's not bad, it's okay. But then you're going to keep coming. Hmm. So it's going to take you, it's going to take you maybe two, you know, six months or like, you know, two, three months, six months for you to even get results in something that you could have started getting results in one week, right? Like, why would I necessarily wow. make it? So it's also a marketing strategy to be like, okay, why would I, you know. So they'll cure you slowly. <laughs> well, help you, help you slowly, help you slowly, help you slowly, not fast. So why That's sell something 50% when I could just sell it to 2% and then you use a lot of it? Right. In six if months. you look at, that's why if you look at like, if you look at like a product which has like shea butter, how much of it is truly shea butter? Is it like 99% shea butter or is it like 50% shea butter and then we've added all these other oils? You're still getting shea butter, but it's like, a, you know, I've made a like a, a, a shea, you know what I mean? I've made, I've mixed it with other things. So you're still getting shea butter, but you're not getting 100% shea butter unless you were getting raw shea butter, right? Like unless you can buy it and you have to mix it. So a lot of things where you're seeing like, you know, if you go look at Carol's butter products and all these great products, it's like, oh, you have coconut oil. Well, now, of course, if you're buying a 100% coconut oil, but you know that kind of, I'm saying like shampoo that has castor oil in it. And the branding says you're buying castor, castor oil, oil in it, right? And the shampoo, you you look at all the other sulfates, first of all, all the bad, all the other things that it's put in it. How much of it was the castor oil, right? Like it's not like they're just really giving you, <laughs> unless you go buy yourself. And that's why if you notice, a lot of us go and literally buy our oils. Hmm. You have to go get your essential oils. You have to go get your tea tree oil all the time. You have to go get your, you know what I mean. You go get like you would end up getting the oils and that's why this now and if you seen if you seen the price of the oils very expensive hmm. very expensive the hundred percent oil exactly the concentrated one right versus like you and it's a little bit versus like you buying it slowly slowly and saying oh it has all these oils 
Um, so, you know, if you're compounding, you're going to put a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. You're still getting benefits, but it's not like it's a lot of it, but it's a little bit enough for you to feel like you're having results. Hmm. Wow. Um, I, didn't, I did not know this. <laughs> so, so it's just like, this is like something that, this is why I wanted you on the podcast is because you probably think this knowledge is like a normal thing. <laughs> I say this all the time. I did not know all this. Like, Yeah, next time you go to, I challenge you to like, maybe next time you go to, you know, CVS or like Walgreens, wherever you buy your products, Walmart or whatever, like, or you go to Target, pick up a bottle and like, look at it to be like, oh, you know, if I want, if I'm buying this, um, if I'm buying this uh, shampoo for my hair, what's in it right how much of the ingredients are in it actually right now the shampoo i use is a formula i go to a website where they formulate like oh. i know exactly what goes in there because i'm tired of all these store-bought things so and that's when i've been able to find a shampoo that uses that works for me because i'm like i need all these oils now granted i can't just mix them at home <laughs> i would need some level of you know you yeah. can't just like mix essential oils together but I know I need like this, right? I have dry hair. Like mm-hmm. you have to think of like, what what are you looking for you? If you go to the store, it's very hard to find something for your formula mm-hmm. that works. So you're always going to keep running around buying. Even some women's bathrooms and under your sink, it's like 15 different products because you just be yeah. buying different products. Versus like trying to understand like, okay, this is the type of hair I have. Maybe I need more dry. You know, my hair needs, you know, it's more brittle. Maybe it's more dry. Maybe I need it to be, you know, it's too oily, so I don't need to be dry. Like, whatever it is, my scarf, I have dandruff. So, and I always, well, I'm big on, like, let me create my own formula. So, yes. like, my, my my shampoo, my conditioner, my hair mask, it's, it's all literally. It's specific for you. It's specific for me. And it's like, I go to this website, and it's like, I put in what I need and all of that. And I'm constantly changing, right? I'm constantly changing, like, what the formula, formulation is. And they send it to me like the model and it makes what it. What about so. all this um black owned for you product that like no, oh so use those this. are good. Okay. No, those are good. Those are good. And the reason I say those are good is because at least they're better than the other ones because they put a little but bit how more much effort. Better though. If you're still gonna mix so, the active ingredient and make it only two percent, are you this so, are you better? So so it's better. It's better. But what happens is once you become like a Carol's daughter or you become like some of these brands that, mm-hmm. you know, you share moisture or whatever, exactly. you're, when you become a scaling product, I bet you over time people didn't even notice that those ingredients have slowly been shrinking mm-hmm. because the margins are going up and now they want to sell it to everybody. I bet you when they started those black owned businesses, it was way better. But what happens a lot of times is once a white person comes and acquires it or once another big conglomerate comes and acquires it, you're losing that touch of like I'm kidding to black hair. So, but guess what? A lot of those things get bought out by different people. Now it's a board of directors, people that it's for well for profit, right? In America, hmm. we're going to make money, and then you actually lose it. But then, guess what? You, the consumer, a lot of times you don't even notice. You don't even notice because uh, it looks the though. same to you. You notice that sometimes you no, notice no, no. when it comes to skincare. Know- I'm 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 bad with that one. But hair, I have still hair, not found the. Yeah. Perfect. I think when I like, I don't want to like badmouth any product, but like Talia Wahid, when I started my natural hair product, my my natural hair um journey, I was using them and I loved them. They were very helpful, like the way it made my hair feel and everything. But now it doesn't do anything. When I wash exactly, my hair, it's dried up. Every, like st- like it's once everybody starts buying, guess what? And you know what? 
I feel the same way too because one of the things that had been true to my my this thing is it's still it's still the main active eighty percent is still snow mucin. It's still the most How many percent? ingredient in it. Eighty about eighty percent of it is still snow mucin. Your product? Yeah, it's still the most <sighs> active ingredient in it. So I'm thinking like, but guess what? If I a normal business would scale like that, that eighty is gonna go to sixty. It's gonna go to fifty. It's going to go to but at that point, by the time they get there, do you know how many people are using it? Millions of people. So they don't really, if you want to start going to okay, China, yeah. to order. you can also advertise that oh. it's snail, even though it's reduced. That's like, so they're, they're not lying. If, they're, they're not lying. It's Even if it's 1% or it's, you know, or it's, you know, 100%, it's still snail. So you still advertising the same thing, right? So it's business. Wow, you have a lot of knowledge in this. Like seriously, like a lot. You need to be edu- You need to be online educating us, man. Because when I hear the like marketing or like, oh, this big black owned company. Oh, like, you know the regular story you said. Oh, I couldn't find a skincare, a skin lotion that's good for my black skin. So I created this. I buy into that story and I use the product, but then I don't get the result. So now I know that it's because, because it's the- good until it's not good. good. It's, it's good until like then every then everybody's using and then you want to make more profits and all of that. Because guess what? At so some sad. point people forget the purpose, right? I would say because then it becomes a money thing. It truly becomes especially once because and and it's and I'm not here to like say it's like it's bad on the businesses, right? Because guess what? When you're going to investors, once you once you skill your business and you look at people that go to Shark Tank and like go to those shows to go get investors, that's you gotta sell to your die. soul. <laughs> Something's gotta give. Something's gonna give. Oh my god! Something is gonna give because that investor that when you want to truly skill. That investor is going to eat you up and they're going to eat. And they're guess sharks. what? Margins what and you want to reduce expenses. You want to, they're sharks. They're literally sharks. That's why for me, my goal is like, not necessarily, I don't want my skincare business to, it would be great to get it in Target and all these places. But I also know what's going to happen hmm. as a result of that. That's one of my goal, I think, um, I don't know if I discussed with you earlier, is to always have a spa business where I'm offering facials, I'm offering whatever. My product just comes as a result of that. Hmm. So I'm not ever in a place where, like, if I truly want to make money, I'm making, like, scaling on, like, you're going to come to my desk and I can ship it and all of that, whatever. But, like, if you want to scale to the millions, <laughs> this is level of scaling that at some point, at some point you're going to have to, you know what I mean? Give up on like the quality. So you don't want to ever get to that level of scaling whereby the quality I would never suffers. say, I would never say never, but that's not my goal. Like that, my goal is like, I guess I know how hard it is to find something where that quality stays, right? And I'm very cognizant of it. The fact that, you know, like if you're trying to just go money, 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 quality at that point, if you, you know, you have to pick money over like then, you know, then quality is going to suffer. And it's not that it's not so great, right? It's just like, are you getting? <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. So I guess most people don't know these things. So guess what? They still just gonna, they're gonna buy. But your, gonna but your buy. own moral compass. I guess at what yeah. point do you? I'm, I'm, I'm not 
we're not saying it's bad to like reduce the quality or try to make the, your investors that pay. I mean the investors invested to scale your company they do want to get their money back they do want to get you know th- their returns because if not it won't scale to reach but at what point would you be selfish you know what I'm saying like sometimes it's good to be selfish at what point is it okay to go okay maybe we'll reduce the quality a little bit so i can scale up and reach more people or so i can scale up and have a better life at the same time i'm still offering maybe not 80 percent, but i'm offering 50 10 it's still helping <laughs> it's, yeah. it's still helping people those, I, are, I all, mean, those are all those are all tough those are all truly tough decisions tough. Where did you get the number 80%? Where did you, I know the benefits of shea butter. I know the benefit is is 100% shea butter and 50% shea butter. Obviously there's going to be there's going to be a difference, but how much of a difference is it? Like where did you come up with the 80%? No, no, no. So like it's the same you're always going to get um you're always going to get that's something you're still going to get results. It just might take you longer. So if you dilute a product long enough that it's still there working so with the benefit would the benefit so if i if i dial if i if i dilute it 50 percent, so half of it would the benefit be cut in half or just like 10 percent? so it depends I, I would think it depends right some products are more shea butter is probably some of those some products like you know some more organic products are like you know if you dilute it too much then you're not getting anything versus mm-hmm. like you're still getting benefits right but I don't think it's a one-to-one correlation okay. and it just really depends. Yeah. How do you think you can solve this problem that we have in the skincare industry? This problem of the diluting the active ingredients just for shelf life, for profit and for everything. How do you think, and obviously nobody has solved the problem, but how do you, how top of your head, how do you think this can be solved? I mean, honestly, I would still say support small businesses. I think as long as you're going to someone more, it's more, you know, it's more a smaller scale size than making smaller batches, smaller products. You're probably getting, you know, bang for your buck, you're probably getting a lot more of like, the, mm-hmm. it's when you're talking scale. <laughs> when you're talking, these people are just pumping bottles and bottles. But you and, have to scale too. Uh, as, a, as, as Nene, you have to also be able to take care for your, of, your, of your family. No, no, and, and if you, and if you, and that's the thing, if you really want to scale, and keep up with the quality let's be honest it comes at a cost so you're saying you that there's no other way no 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 no. there is a way it comes at a cost the cost is are you at your at your skill margin would the you know would your clients be willing to pay hmm. pay a premium you are literally paying a premium because what's going to happen is a lot of times when you want to go to investors and they're asking you to scale um, your price point, a lot of times it's like, okay, if this cost me $20 to make, they're like, how can we get it to $2 to make? You understand? Like, yeah. so that those are the decisions you're gonna make. If you truly want to make 10,000 models at like $20, so you're going to be telling them, I need to sell this product at $100 or whatever. And then can you keep up? with your customers with that right let's be honest too if consumers most times consumers don't care and consumers don't want to pay the premium so you're not for you're not helping the business so it's Hmm. a two-way thing it's not i don't blame the corporations because i also understand it from like when they're talking to consumers right like they 
right? They, when you're talking to consumers, the consumers are literally also complaining about prices, mm-hmm. right? So prices, in a perfect world, we can all keep this, you know, we can all keep the 100% ingredients and everything. If you buy 100% shea butter, you know it's expensive. You know that. So if you if everybody's having that much shea butter in their products, are you are you going to buy this shea butter shampoo for five ninety nine though? Are you really going to it's not gonna cost you that. It's probably gonna cost you thirty dollars. And then now everybody complains that shampoo is thirty dollars. So there's there's a <laughs> thirty dollar shampoo and I bet it's gonna be very tiny too. <laughs> no but no. No, no, no. So just to answer your question that you asked me, I'm asking you back, like, how much are you willing to pay? It oh. would solve your problem. <laughs> how much are you willing to pay? It how comes at a price. <laughs> you can solve the problems, but consumers literally, um, they complain all the time. Tell me about <sighs> that. Per- tell me about that first sale, because this, this podcast first is my first lead. So I wanted to know <laughs> how your first sale was. How did you so, feel? What did you do? And how did it go? The first sale didn't really feel like much mainly because like i knew that like it would work but i didn't know how much interest it would be so i feel like yeah i feel like i was going to get the sale i think what hit me was that i sold like almost 100 bottles the first month like people just ordered and i was like wait a minute are you guys just like ordering or like no but everybody was like really interested in this because and one thing is like when that first sale came and I was reaching out because it was the personal connection of like, they were reaching out my phone, right? Mm-hmm. So these are people I was talking to. And I always said like, take pictures. I would have consultations with them and I'm like, take pictures of yourself. And like two weeks later, they will send me after pictures, right? So I had the constant, like, I had a lot of data. So I had a lot of data. And that's really what drove my marketing was like, just data to be like, this is working. These are people before, these are people after us. Like, like literally, I mean, even before I jumped on this, I got two orders that just wow. came in, like literally between the time, like we were, we called, like we're about ready to go two orders, two orders. that just came in. And it's wow. like today I've sold like $200 today. That's wow. like today I've sold $200, right? It's like that just came in. And these are repeat customers. The beautiful mm. thing is like all these people are repeat customers are like, oh, I'm running out. They just please ding, ding. They're now repeat orders, right? Um. But yeah, I think that was the part that shocked me the most was not necessarily the first sale, but like the quantity of how, the first, the quantity of how, and that was and like, why oh. do you think that was, because that time I know you had a before and after photo of your friends, but why do you think there was such interest in it immediately? Because snail, nobody's ever snail before. And when people hear something, they go, what, I I, Honestly, I don't know what, I don't know what it was. I can't really speak from your perspective. I think like for me, if I'm going to buy anything, I want to know, like almost like I'm a perfectionist a little bit. Mm. I put a lot of information. Oh. When I tell you I put a lot of information, you I created slides. So it was like, this is the benefits. This is the this. You know that this is the biggest blah, blah, blah. Like I had quotes. I had, girl, <laughs> my, I have a whole album <laughs> on my phone <laughs> online. When I tell you slides and like just information of the benefits, wow. skincare, um, I used to have Zoom or oh, a little bit later, not the first month, yeah. but even then I started getting invites to like have a Zoom sessions, right? Well, invite people, 
I'll do my facial routine, steaming faces. Women love this stuff. Like, okay, so you came, so you, like, so you, so the research you did for all those years before coming up, not all those years, all those I months, had, I had you just bombarded the customer, just bombarded them. This and- was like, you're not buying this, you're missing out. Like, what's going on? And then you come the next day, and when I tell you I posted, I ran, I posted every every day for like over a month like every day i'm posting how like, did you know this really it was just research and i was like no, i know i know you had like, research but how did you know that this would work like if i just bombard people with information i didn't i didn't but i was so excited at that point oh. i didn't that's what i said shocked to me because it shocked me later because i didn't know <laughs> i honestly didn't know that that's what i said the fist still didn't really shock me but it was the quantity that shocked me because yeah. i didn't know that people would be interesting interested all i knew is like you know if i find it's like you know you find something and it's so great and your channel is also like yeah you're passionate you, like, about it yeah I was just like, this is so damn good. Like, you even you want it for free. There were some people that I even sent samples to. I created a little sample size, yeah. but I was like, all you got to do is pay for shipping. I will send you a sample size. Use it for one week. You come and tell me. Hmm. So I would, anyway, you, you're going to, at that time, I don't really do sample size, but I don't also market as much anymore. Now I don't even market. Now I've not posted about this for months. <laughs> Maybe even all year in 2023, I've not even posted about this at all. Like, on yeah because like and that was the beautiful part of it with skincare and this is the beautiful part of a business where if you can get 50 people to order and you can get 10 customers for life you have a business you have a business those 10 customers are coming to me it doesn't matter they're ordering it doesn't wow. matter the ordering. Reoccurring I've revenue. Reoccurring like I've just had four naturally. Customers this, I've had four customers this week, right, right? Like literally they're coming in. There's some people that I'm just like, well, even these people, we even told you about this. Like it's just and people use it to tell their friend, what are you using? Your face looks better. What are you and it's been organic growth since then. This is this is mind blowing. No, this is, that was why our mutual friend was like, "You need to come on here." And now I see why she was like, she specifically said, "I need to get you here." Like, and now I see it. Like, that was why I was like doing our pre interview. I was like, "Don't tell me anything, don't," because I wanted to be shocked <laughs> naturally. Like, wow, that's amazing. I'm just imagining what would happen if you just dare market. If you just dare do a little yeah, bit of right? sales. A little bit. If I market this a little bit, the problem with marketing, it's time consuming. That's I the know. one part where I'm like, you know, like, I mean, I can get an, and I can, no, that's the thing. I get, I, I couldn't, after a while, I couldn't like, especially when we started going back out into real life in 2021 and we started going back to the office, commuting. I used to work from home. I just had, I could, you know, between meetings, I'm going to work my business. Like, yeah, I, you know, it was what I, I could juggle with that. But now it was getting harder. And I'm very much like, this is my baby. I don't want somebody running the Instagram. You know how people, like, you can just hire, run your social media pages and whatever. But I'm still very like, I want to do it. I want to do it. Yes, I'm not that. Like, I want to do it. So. And maybe I need to like. Honestly, Don't you think you're doing a dis- disservice to everybody by not marketing and blowing this up? 
you know what? I probably am because it's such a great product. Honestly, it's not like I know and, everybody. You, know, it's, it's, it's you really should be like, product. you should quit your job. What, 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 what are you? What, what job are you doing right now? What are you? What is your? What's your day to your nine to five? Yeah, I'm with AWS. Um, I'm a, like a supply chain project manager. What, what, uh, what did you go to AWS, school for? So. I actually studied biomedical engineering. Biomedical but engineering. I haven't used it a day in my life. So yeah, <laughs> you graduated with biomedical yeah. engineering, and you know it sounds so funny because this looks like biomedical. Your you business. know what? Maybe I need to end up exactly because maybe that's what I needed to be because I always wanted to go into pharmaceutical companies. I always wanted to. You know what? That's an aha moment. You asked me what I was going to take out of this podcast. <laughs> this Full circle it. moment. I did it. This is this is one thing. I was like, maybe this is the way I always wear. Because I've always been into like, I wanted to work in pharmacy. I first wanted to be a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. But then I hated I worked in a pharmacy for like a couple of months. I hated it. I was like, I actually want to make stuff. I want to make stuff. Yeah. I want to do. The compounding. And I did biomedical. And actually could have continued biomedical engineering. But then they told me that I needed a PhD. <laughs> and I was like. Ah, how much are they paying more PhD? And then, you know, it's just to now, it's all on gas. And then, okay, she, like, you know, friends were like, just gonna apply for a job. <laughs> I got my offer letter and I saw what they gave me as a PhD. I was like, all on gas it is. And that's how I gave up on my dreams, dreams. of working as a pharmaceutical. But you know what? Full circle, Full circle my business girl. is probably going to lead me back there because guess you what? Are there, I, have friends who, I have friends who are doing MBAs and everything. And do you know what my dream is now? Let's go get my custom cost. Custom, what was it? Cosmet- Cosmetologist. My goal is, I already looked up how much the cost is. I'm like, ah, 9K versus going to get 40, 60K MBA. Why not? I'm going to go and do my cosmetology license. It takes me nine months. I need to mark this out. I want to be such an expert in skincare. I need to open a spa. I need to start doing people's facials. I'm going to solve different things. And then I'm going to be using my products. Like, that's my, I'm like, why am I trying to go get an MBA? Why am I trying to be a director in a company? Please, That's I'm already amazing. working hard enough. And it's like, I need to. But yeah, maybe. It's That's always been in the background. I didn't <laughs> even think about medical and what I used to want to do. But yeah, I see how it's full circle, yeah, like already, what you went to school for. You can channel yeah, that and use it. I already, for, I already forgot all about that. That's, That's your story right about. there. Yeah. About medical engineering graduate, now in the skincare the next Kylie Jenner. It could have been. It could have been. It could have been me compounding. If I knew this was where I was going back then, oil and gas in Houston just sounded like great. I forgot mm. the money that at that point when I was seeing the money, right? At this at that point, I wasn't thinking entrepreneurship. I was like, yeah. "You're gonna pay me twenty, thirty thousand stipend for P- for five years?" I was like, "Ah, nah, I'm going to work. I'm gonna go and money. I need money." Look at this. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go and get maybe if job. I had that bigger, if I had that bigger picture, then Damn. I could have been compounding this myself. Like it's I could have been doing. Well, yeah, but I ain't gonna go do five years of PhD now. It's okay. We'll, I'll just pay somebody to do it. It's okay. You have the ingredients. A little bit right? of the knowledge and ingredients. I can outsource that part and like yeah. Wow, that's amazing. This is, this is, this is good. This is good. I, so when do you think, what's the timeline did you give yourself in terms of like, when are you going to open up? When are you going to get your cosmetology license? And when are you going to open up this bar? And when are you going to sell this serum to everybody? 2025 is been okay. my target, my goal. Um, praying that still is the goal. So I can, you know, 
in my life. Open it up and then sell your product. Right now, do you have any plans to to scale in the business to be able to sell to more people? I know you enjoy the sweet spot of like quality and your sales, but do you have plans? Right now, right now I'm selling. Right now I'm selling. Um, You know, if you go to um, slayandglow.com, like my product, I'm selling. I'm selling every day. How did you get? I used to get in your product from Cameroon. Yeah, how many people do you have on your team? Is it just you, or do you still have? Do you have people it's helping? Just me. No assistant, nothing. You must be a very busy woman. Full-time I mean, that's why. This? That's oh my god! Came, that's why I cannot like do as much as I would want to because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Wow! Wow! You superwoman and a mom too. Oh and my a mom god! Full time yeah. mom, full time AWS uh, employee, and full time business entrepreneur. You're the you're the example of a superwoman. <laughs> I <laughs> right try. There. I try. Wow! Wow! I really, I really, I can't wait to see where you're gonna take um, Slay and Glow because this is a beautiful story, and I wish the world and I want that, and, and I'm glad you 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 agreed to come on the podcast because now the world can hear your story yeah, no, thanks for having me yeah, I'm, excited. I'm always so, excited about talking about this because yeah like, oh i can gosh, tell i can tell the crazy. passion in your eyes it's so nice to know to have a passion that you know like that you can do for free pretty much i'm pretty sure like you can do this for free because of how passionate oh, yeah. you are yeah, yeah. about it so um what is one advice you would give anybody listening that would want to start a skincare product or not even a skincare product but anything like that they're passionate about because you took something you're passionate about that you never even thought you can make money from or you can make it a business you know when you think about skincare you think about the big conglomerate the big cvs nobody will ever think about it as a side hustle but you found a way to make it a side hustle and it's working perfectly for you what advice would you give someone in your shoes it might not necessarily be skincare but taking that passion and turning in making your own market for it what advice actionable advice would you give someone to do yeah i i think like one of the things that i always tell myself and I will tell anybody is like actually having those smart goals, right? If you want to do something and you're passionate about it, take the first step. Like don't let fear hold you back. Don't let fear hold you back. Don't let the what ifs hold you back. Don't let the, don't let the, you know, I don't have this perfectly. I don't have packaging figured out. I don't have the logo right. I don't have, you know, it's not better. If you go look at like, I don't know, you if you look have you seen packaging out here like you could look at some of these businesses right they make i mean it's millions right they make they make so much so you're not like don't look at competitors don't look at what everybody is doing if you're passionate enough if you believe in your product if you believe in your ability to sell whatever it is is selling take that first step take that first step i think the jump is the hardest thing that people hold back because they're either comparing they don't feel like good enough right we always feel i feel like most people are your biggest critics you're your biggest critic you think that you know you need to have it all figured out you don't need to have it all figured out you don't need to you know and you might lose money you might lose money you might lose you know the first year you're usually not profitable because just before you launch right before you launch you've spent so much money back and forth you've done so much things and as long as don't let the money like i feel like the money also should be a bonus like it should be in addition i'm not saying do something just to lose money but then <laughs> if anything is more rewarding yeah. but if you're just money 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 minded 
sometimes it's like you know you're focusing on all the wrong the money is going to come eventually eventually yeah yeah so i would just say have a smart goal that includes starting actually starting just jump and don't let fear hold you back like because if you're waiting on the word is you probably would never start that business that is like the best advice ever honestly like <laughs> no seriously because you pretty much just say just do it just take yeah, the first yeah, step don't just be blind and just do it because you're never gonna What's do the it. worst thing that can happen is you can feel and then if you feel guess what you're always gonna learn something so you do it better next time it can only get better it can't get worse can't the worst part worse. is not trying hmm. it, the worst part is not doing anything it can only get better it can't get worse wow but if you've never done anything then what do you have to compare it to nothing nothing Oh, yeah. man, man, thank you so much. You are, <laughs> you, you, you've motivated me right now. Like you've, you've, you've I, I learned a lot today. I really appreciate it because I would have yeah, never, this is why I did this me. podcast. I can have conversations with people like you. Now I know what's possible. Now I, now I've, I have something to tell during like a conversation. Like, oh, did you know that that thing just only had 2%? Now I'm going to be looking at, I'm gonna be looking at the back of like now shampoo. Now when you go to Target, you're like, let me go look at my shampoo. Oh, coconut oil. Oh, let's see how much coconut oil is in there <laughs> yeah so where can people find you to learn more about you where can they order the um your product yeah no it's www.slayandglow.com okay yeah. slay and with a and d or a and d yeah yes yeah, slay and glow and then instagram and glow same thing as at slay glow yeah Slay that yeah. well, thank you so so much and i really appreciate you thank Let... you for having me i had a good time <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad 